Gospel Message, Week 102, Let Your Light Shine. There comes a time in the life of every follower of Christ where it will seem as if life is falling apart. Life as we know it, or as we have expected that it should be, will literally crumble before our eyes. It is in those moments that it is easy to blame the other people in our lives for why everything seems to be going wrong with our lives. We also blame God in those moments. We ask why. We also tell him why, based on our prayers, our actions, and our rationale, these things should not be happening to us. We say it to him quite emphatically and boldly. So the question now becomes, who am I to dictate to God how my life is supposed to be, supposed to turn out? What makes me believe that God is now held to the obligation of causing my life to turn out how I have envisioned, planned, orchestrated, or manipulated that it should turn out? Regardless of how ignorant it is of us to question God in that manner, the fact remains that he does answer us. He answers us right there in the midst of our darkness, our suffering, our brokenness, our shattered false reality, our pain, our wounded pride. Because it is when we are at our lowest, at the very end of ourselves, where no friend no spouse, no confidant, no parent, no sibling can help us, nor can we help ourselves, that he now has our attention and he speaks to us one-on-one. -on -one. It is in the context of personal suffering that the Lord opened up Matthew chapter 5, verse 16 to me, which reads, Let your light shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. This verse is commonly preached on the platform of quote-unquote good works, being those things referred to in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 1 through 3, as well as all of the things that make for quote-unquote obeying the law actions of people. Keep in mind that this verse came after the Beatitudes and where the law constitutes the acts that can be performed by external means, meaning the doing of these things, what Jesus Christ teaches in the Beatitudes can only be performed by internal means, meaning the becoming of these things meaning what the Lord asks us to be in the Beatitudes can only be done in us when we allow the transforming work of the Holy Spirit to be done in us. We do not need to turn on the light in a room that is lit by natural sunlight. So if that's the case, where does light illuminate? Light illuminates in darkness. So when the Lord says, let your light shine before men, 
that they may see your good works. It is the light of Christ that shines in you right in the midst of your dark circumstances that is being referred to. In these times of quote-unquote shattered realities, Christ is asking his followers if we are reacting as those who the Holy Spirit is doing a work in us, as stated in 2 Corinthians 4, 9-11, which reads, For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. For we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. Or are we wallowing in self-pity and self-righteousness, blaming everyone except ourselves for the things that go on in our lives, instead of surrendering our false reality of entitlement and giving our lives to Christ, that the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ may be made manifest in our lives. When our dark times come, God is asking us, this expectation of life as you have so carefully planned it out for yourself, what if I have not purposed that your life turn out that way? He also says unto us, if you believe that I am the almighty God, who knows all things even unto eternity, and have allowed this thing to happen to you, what makes you think you could have done anything to keep it from happening? And maybe it is for such a time as this that I have designated this moment, this time frame, this period, this season to be your teacher. And in that moment, we ask to teach me what, Lord? To teach us how to rely solely on God and not on ourselves or on other people or on our circumstances. To teach us how to completely trust him in the dark and not trust in the light of our vision or the light of our understanding. To teach us to learn to trust in the Lord with all of our heart, soul, and mind and lean not on our own understanding. Every season of darkness or trial for those who are in Christ Jesus have been purposed for us so that the hard shell of our self-reliance will once and for all be broken and we will learn to cry out to God, not to fix our situation, 
not to give us our heart's desires for the things of this earth, but to give us the light of the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Jesus trusted the Father completely, and his entire purpose was to carry out the will of his Father. It is that life which is brought into actualization by the Holy Spirit that Christ desires to give to us. But because we are so wrapped up in our own belief of how things should be, God uses these hard moments to now reveal himself to us, that we might hear him, receive him, trust him, and obey him. This is the light that shines before men, the light of the life of Jesus Christ that we remain obedient to even in the midst of dark times. But brethren, if we refuse to give up our self-interest for Christ, then we find ourselves contending with the truth of this verse. And this is the condemnation that light is come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. John 3, 19. Let us stop demanding from people what they cannot give us and what they were probably not meant to give us. Let us also stop demanding from God what he will not give us because it is not his purpose to give it to us. Let us stop basing the fulfillment of life on perishable things human, material, mental, emotional, financial, etc. It is not these things that make people truly glory in God. It makes them seek God for the things as the multitude sought Christ because he fed them with fish and bread. Christ asks us to seek that which is imperishable, that which cannot die, himself. And as we allow him to use us as vessels for the Father's glory, he who knows all things, including our needs, will take care of us completely according to his perfect will. Walking in Christ in the midst of our problems, disappointments, trials and tribulations, dark times and hard times, this is what it means to let our light so shine before men that they may see our good works. And because they see the good work of Christ in us, illuminating us, illuminating him in us, even in the midst of unsavory times, they will now glorify our Father which is in heaven. Because they will look at us and say, what they have, that light, that hope, that thing that keeps that brother or sister going, I want that. I want to worship the God who provides that for them. And may we be this vessel for God, for Christ, unto our fellow man. And may we continue to grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ.
Amen.